0: Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Walters. Walters.
1: Ah, here we go. Hour two. The Fort Worth Armory mic queued up for you in the Six Hour Studios. All of it brought to you by X Insurance. Welcome to the broadcast. If you're just joining us, the last hour was lively. We'll continue the conversation, then we're going to move into a little bit more directly related gun stuff because there's a lot out there. And I want to welcome Greg
2: in down in Dallas, Texas. Greg, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. You know what to do. This is your shtick. Go for it. All right. Well, if you want to watch the show and see Mark juggle as many uh, chocolate energy balls in his mouth I've as he can. Down. I've slowed down. Oh, I haven't had any thank previously. God, oh, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Head on over to armedamericanradio.org. In the top right-hand corner, slap that three little hash marks. And when that window pops open, select the watch live option. Maybe you can't watch and you'd rather listen. Right above that link, we've got a listen live option. Uh, We've also got a podcast link right above the Listen Live option. Maybe you missed a previous episode or you just want to get a flavor of the show, head over there and and peruse at your heart's desire. Maybe you're a longtime listener and you want to get some AAR swag, head on down to the bottom link that says shop and go over there and buy you something. Uh, If you'd like to join the chat live six days a week and even when we're not live, it seems to have taken on a life of its own. Uh, head on over to your app store and grab the Telegram messaging app. Create your profile and just search for armed American radio conversations.
1: There you go. That's how it's done. Thank you, Greg, for doing that. We appreciate it. And we appreciate everything that you do, like in the last hour. I, I'm going to be honest because I'm an honest person. Greg had to hit the dump switch on me. Yeah, I did. In the previous hour. That's never happened before. Nope. And it wasn't a bad word. Let's say it was a politically incorrect word. Yeah, not, not really, because we're not politically correct here. But it was it was just yeah you know it wasn't a bad word. I, I it wasn't bad, but it was better. See, this is why Greg's good. He's like you know I'm going to play safe. Boom. Topically sensitive. Topically sensitive. There we go. Because we wouldn't want to offend any snowflakes, would we? Yeah. yeah sometimes the fillyots get, get mad at certain words. <laughs> yeah, we were good. We were good. We were fine. It, it was just the topic of conversation. We we're talking about crime. And we were talking about a particular type of crime mm-hmm. that briefly popped up. So if you were listening on the Internet, well, you got the whole thing. If Salt you're cast got it. You didn't. Yeah. Salt cast got it. Well, that's an incentive for you to listen to the program on the Internet, I guess. Right. Yeah. To watch the show. All right. So we were talking in the previous hour, closed out the hour talking about Donald Trump and just some thoughts. It's I, I get asked the question. Not, you know, what do you think is going to happen? I don't have that crystal ball. I can give you my ideas. There are some obvious answers. Trump has obviously already announced his run. I don't care whether you like Trump, hate Trump, doesn't matter to me. Trump is running, period. So that kind of just is what it is. And because of that, certain things will happen. He will be weakened by the mainstream press. His diehard supporters are going nowhere going absolutely nowhere, Greg, right? right? Nowhere. Now, I saw an interesting comment in the chat where 60%, somebody said, 60% of Trump supporters will continue to support him. 60% is not enough to win a primary, and it's certainly not a, enough to win a general. It's, it is not. It's the
2: independents that we got to pull over.
1: Is Trump going to be able to do that? Because, as we talked about in the previous segment, there are a lot of people out there who are going to be swayed by the media attacks on Donald Trump. And, guys, all of this has to do with your guns because it is the Republican Party that you have a home in as a gun owner. You do not have a home in the Democrat Party as a gun owner if you value your gun rights. This is Armed American Radio. If you're the single-issue gun voter, you ain't pulling the lever for a D. That's that simple. It'll never happen. If you have bigger issues, then you might. But that makes you not the single-issue gun voter. Makes sense? Of course it does. You're going to vote your guns or you're not. Most armed American radio listeners, I suspect, will vote their guns. And if you're voting your guns, you're not voting for the Democrat Party. You're voting for the Republican Party, and I don't care who's at the ticket. However, I don't care who's on the ticket. But, Greg, there will be many people who say, you know what? I'm done with this whole process. And the Democrats sow the seed of distrust by pulling the shenanigans still counting votes in Alaska, still counting votes in Arizona, media calling the elections. This is all designed to dissuade you from voting. It's all part of the package. And get ready for the big the big, 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 big I'm gonna say big league because Trump actually said big league, lies of omission. The biggest of all is what Nancy Pelosi pulled today when she completely ignored Trump's presidency as if it didn't exist in the media. Now let's go back and check Drudge Report. That, have they mentioned anything about that? Let's see. Doubt it. He wasn't supposed uh, Pelosi to be gives president. up leadership in power for decades. Seismic shift for Dems. No, they hated it. It was not just him, or not just the, not just her and the rest of the Democrats, but as Neil has pointed out many times on this broadcast, Neil McCabe, I'm talking about, our White House correspondent who's been with us for years. You can watch him on One American News as that's what he does for a living, is talks on TV in front of the camera. And he, he, Neil's got great perspective on all of this. But the establishment Republicans are all in bed together. They just get to play games and pretend they're not. Mm-hmm. When in reality, behind the scenes, Neil has made it very clear that there's the party of Washington and the party of not Washington. And we are the party of not Washington and they are the party of Washington. And the party of Washington includes... The establishment Republicans and the establishment Democrats. And that's who went after Trump. That's Mitch McConnell as well. Lindsey. I've said for years, years, if you look at Mitch McConnell's face and think that's the future of the Republican Party. Oh, maybe you ought to drink some more Kentucky's most famous product. Because he's not. But I can promise you, Mitch McConnell is happy to be reelected minority leader. And he was. He said, I welcome the contest. I welcome the contest. Mitch McConnell still has, if I'm not mistaken, $76 million. I might be off on that number, but it's in that 45 to 55, 65, or $75 million left in that war chest that he didn't use, that he could have Mm -hmm. to get certain politicians elected. Mm -hmm. And he didn't. He chose not to. Why? Because those politicians, if they were elected, as Neil has pointed out many times, particularly over the course of these midterms, would have fought him and the establishment, you know, those evil Trump people. And what do they call the election deniers? Huh. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be absolutely, utterly fascinating. And it will be ugly, 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 ugly. Just how corrupt we know how corrupt Washington is. Do we not? Absolutely. Have we seen what's happening in the Ukraine? Oh, Huge transfer of wealth. And I believe it was Tucker last night. I read the transcripts who exposed Zelensky still pushing the false narrative that Russia fired the missile into Poland. Yeah. And why would he do that? Because he wants more money. Well, he wants more money for defense because it's not all for defense. They're lying in their pockets. He's an oligarch. But what's your fine? Ching, ching. But he wants that war. He wants NATO attacking Russia. He continued to push that narrative even after dementia Biden made it clear that wasn't what happened. Well, General Milley did as well. Correct. Yet Zelensky continued to push that narrative. And I think it was Tucker. I'm not sure. I I believe it was. That so corruption is rampant in D.C., and we know that. we could We could spend the next hour not even scratching the surface on that. But how bad is it when it gets to local politics? This hit me, and I saw this back a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Hall County, Georgia. I just want to mention this when we talk about corruption. This woman's a Republican. We're very fair here, Greg. All right. And we're going to go after this Republican, too. Because these people are despicable. What do jewelry repair, antique store shopping trips, garden gnomes have in common? Can you even think of what they might have in common? Oh, God. Uh, mm. If you're Hall County, Georgia, Solicitor General Stephanie Woodard. Oh, well, these are the things that you spent money on out of your government account man bring up a local that you shouldn't have right but it's indicative of what the problem is this is the micro but it's indicative of what the problem is at the macro level see as a solicitor general she was taking money her office has money that is to be distributed to crime victims well it's public funds And every year, her office sponsors a needy family each Christmas. But the Fox 5i team and the break is coming. Okay, we'll take this to the break, guys. You won't believe what happened here. But I want you to keep this in mind as we move forward and eventually roll right back into guns because we're going to take you to Virginia. We're going to take you to Oregon and a couple other locations where more gun control and Ohio is being screamed for. We'll be
3: right back.
1: Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Fort Worth Armory, Mike. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom. On said Mike in the Six Hour Studios, all of it brought to you today and every day by X Insurance. Need some training for your firearms, by the way? Check out LegalHeat.com. Use the promo code AAR. They've got a class in the tens of dollars. Not tens of hundreds, but tens of dollars. Need to take a cup of coffee because you're going to get up and take an early class? Defender Coffee has you covered. Use the promo code AAR. Don't want to make a big breakfast when to just rip open a bag? Heavensharvest.com has you covered. And the freeze-dried fruit is really good. The pineapple is really good. Kids eat it around here all the time. Heavensharvest.com. dot com. Promo code AAR gets free shipping. Promo code case. C.A.S.E. get you the Pelican pistol case. More about our partners coming up in just a few minutes. Greg down in Dallas, Texas. Welcome back in. Pleasure is mine to be here with you again today. All right. All right. Here we go. Let's go. I want to expose this local level of corruption. We have a solicitor general in Hall County, Georgia, who was tipped off somehow the Fox 5i team, began analyzing spending records from this woman. What is her name? Uh, Her name is Stephanie Woodard. And she was supposed to be using this public money for crime victims. Well, here's what they started finding.
2: Did you know she she spent money for her pet to be cremated, Greg? Okay. So sometimes you have to do this, but uh, probably shouldn't be spending uh, public funds on it. Uh, she spent three hundred fifty-two dollars you on know, pet cremation. Wow, that was like a couple hundred bucks last time I had it done.
1: You know, last time I had it done, it was six ninety-seven because we had them come to the house. It's a god awful thing to do, and those of you who have a pet know. Terrible. It's horrible. But you don't use public funds for that. No. Nope. You certainly don't put it on an expense account. Three hundred fifty-two oh three to Best Buy for noise canceling headphones. Mm. One sixty forty-nine to Best Buy for Elite Seven active earbuds. Ninety-six thirty for 10 baseball caps embroidered with the number 83. Hmm. Any idea what that significance is? We'll tell you that in a minute because it's interesting. One hundred sixty-eight thirty-three to out of cedar antiques. $37.45 for jewelry repair. $109.34 for various home items including a garden gnome. Hmm. If you've got gnomes in your yard, no, I'm not knocking you for that. But they're pretty creepy little things. I've seen worse. 85 I have too. Uh, you go down to Florida and see all the pink flamingos. Yes. 80 in front of the trailers. Yes. <clears throat> and the pink flamingos wind up still standing after a hurricane because they're I don't know so how. far into the yard. But I don't know how. The trailers just blow off the foundations. 85.58 for an antique coffee table. Now, she's been the Hall County solicitor since 2008. She prosecutes, her office prosecutes things like DUIs, domestic violence, uh, assaults, simple assaults. And this woman, makes a she busts out about $108,064 a year, which, you know, if you ask me if that's a lot of money, a few years ago it would have been a lot of money. It's not a significant amount of money now. It's about 10 G's a month, though. It's, you know, it's still good money, don't get me wrong. Yep. But when you consider college kids are getting out now and starting probably around 75, right? I mean, you know, to nah. those of you who might be older, it's, it's it seems like a lot, of, but it's it's really not a significant amount of money. Lots of people make more than that, and if you live in a two-income earner house, you know. Anyway, she ran unopposed in the Republican primary this year and had no opposition on the November general election. Now, I didn't look further into this. I don't know where she's at right now, but... Hall County paid $215 for someone who signed up for the 2023 LSAT, a test you need to get into law school. According to Woodard's notation, it was for a victim in project yet, except uh, that person was a family member. Oh, yeah. No one uh, when, when checked into it. I, I mentioned this because of the corruption. Now, now she's busted. This is all out because I'm telling you about it. It's all out there. So there were thousands and thousands of dollars, and she said, well, some of it just slipped by, but she's doing the right thing. She's calling for an investigation against herself. Ugh. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Well. So why do I mention this? Because this is, this is a very small example of government corruption. Now multiply that for Washington, D.C., and think about the level of corruption that's going on up there. You're not just talking, you know, 10 or 20 or $30,000. You're talking tens of millions and likely billions of dollars. We're giving more money to Ukraine than the Afghan war cost. Think about this. The level of corruption is ginormous. So why mention that? Well, because people ask all the time, how did we get to a point in America that we are at now? where we have Nancy Pelosi for 30 plus years where we have Schumer for 30 plus years where Hunter Biden is emboldened enough to literally screw his country and sell influence pedal it to his father who at the time was the sitting vice president meanwhile what's the what was it uh, 20 or something whatever save 10 for the big guy 10%. we all know who the big guy we know who the big guy is yep any clear thinking individual knows that the level of corruption in our government is so massive and so ginormous that it now threatens the stability of our republic. And the Democrats will do everything in their power to hide that because they're all corrupt. Tell us about the uh, you know, I'm not ai don't know a whole lot about the 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 currency. The cryptocurrency. Oh, yes. Uh, the but, FTX, Greg, you're all yeah. over this. Go go for it. This guy, because Maxine Waters was cornered about this because her campaign,
2: lots of Democrats. This guy was a huge Democrat donor. He was. Uh, Sam Bankman Freed, I believe, is the correct pronunci- pronunciation of his name. Um, he had a condo in the Bahamas, and he was essentially the creator of uh, a cryptocurrency platform called FTX uh what was going on was um all the money that was going to Ukraine a good portion of it was then being invested on this crypto platform and then returned to the DNC through the cryptocurrency and they they would cash it out back into uh uh, back in the American dollars, and then they would use it to fund the midterm elections. Now, this- Wait, that sounds like money laundering to me. Well, that's what, uh, I mean, I don't know if you remember about a month ago, I was saying that the Ukraine money was funding the elections, and I didn't quite know how, but I knew that's what the money was going to. And now they're asking for what, another $37 billion to go to Ukraine, which is probably- And they're going to get it. Which, well, which is probably gearing up to be, uh, funding for the 24 campaigns. And so that's uh, essentially what they're going to continue doing is funneling this money through Ukraine. And they'll just use another different cryptocurrency platform and bring it right back to the DNC. Uh, But this guy's going to go down. He lost something around thirty two billion dollars in. I don't even know that this guy had that kind of money. This is like a Ponzi
1: scheme on steroids. This is absolutely this is is nothing but what do you call it? Basically, a, a whack a mole hide-the-sausage-type thing, okay? I, I don't know that this guy had this kind of money.
2: Uh, it was in assets but that were uh, on the cryptocurrency platform.
1: All fake. Every bit of it fake. Well, is a but, scam. Well, we set up the next couple segments with this because we live in fascinating times, and we are witnessing this in our lifetime. It has taken our government this long to get to where we are, and we happen to be alive throughout this process. Our republic is threatened and on the precipice. We'll be back right after this. following segment of armed american radio is being brought to you by defender coffee when you drink defender coffee you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms welcome back to the show yeah welcome back to the show indeed mark walters on the fort worth armory mike need some ammo fort worth armory's got you covered and they support armed american radio so we ask you to support them if you need some ammo buy some ammo from them and you support the program. CrimeResearch.org, Dr. John Lott's outfit. I've got to call him back today. I, got, I noticed I got a couple calls from him today that I was unable to get to because I was at the doctor again today with for the arm thing going on, Greg. That gimp arm still ah. bothering me somewhat. Mm. But it is getting better. I found that out, so I feel a little better after my appointment today. But uh, Dr. John Lott, I'll be calling him back today. Dr. Lott and the Crime Research at CrimeResearch.org doing amazing work over there and putting the real studies out. With real empirical evidence that the left just hates it, drives them nuts, and I love that. But he's got another op-ed out today. We'll tell you about that tomorrow when we have an opportunity at some point. We'll definitely be talking about it on Sunday for sure. Please support all of our partners. Visit armedamericanradio.com. Click on those partners when you see them and support them. Greg, welcome back. All right. So corruption in the government, I think, is a foregone conclusion. I think you would agree with me there. Absolutely. Which party wants our guns? That would be the Democrat Party. The same party right now that is screaming that the Republicans are going to investigate corruption within the Democrat Party. Did I state that correctly? Uh, Yes, and that would be their guilty conscience. I don't know. I, I, I think they're beyond that. I don't because think... they've gotten away with it for so long, I don't think there's any guilt whatsoever. Yeah, I don't think that. Hence, why conscience. they stay in office for so long; they just don't care because they have the media on their side. So, this level of corruption from a party—and it, it takes me right back to that question that I ask every single month, at least once or twice: What is it about their agenda that requires you disarmed? what is it and and you have to ask yourself that question day in and day out never ever ever forget that good heavens and you know what today let me mention this while while it's popped up here because I do have a note on this did you know that november 17th 1871 you know what today is from 1871 i do not today is the birthday of the national rifle association oh wow okay 1871 The National Rifle Association was founded by Civil War veteran union officers. Ulysses Grant is among one of those NRA leaders. Most people don't realize that. And it's interesting. If you go to the Fox News piece about that, which is out today, you will see a picture of A.W.R. Hawkins gracing the Fox News piece. Awesome. That has. Yeah. But the interview, if you watch the interview, it's an interview that he did in March of 2021 that has nothing to do. With the NRA, oh well, it's just him warning in a discussion on the Laura Ingram show that extreme gun control is coming. Stock footage, and lo and behold,
2: he was right. So that former makes, union officers, go ahead. I was going to say, so that makes him one hundred and fifty-one years old. AWR. No, 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 NRA. <laughs> yeah, AWR, absolutely. When he grows the beard out, he's 151 years old. Father Time, <laughs> former union officers,
1: <laughs> AWR. If you tuned in, we're just funning with you. Uh, he, he knows. Kind of. Hey, hey, there's a general rule. If you're not here, we're going to talk about you. Okay. So moving on. So moving on. He, it's what he wants us to do. That was AWR for those of you that might be new listeners. Former union officers who had led the costly battlefield effort to free 4 million Americans from bondage, chartered the National Rifle Association in New York City on this day, November 17th, 1781. Civil War veterans Colonel William C. Church and General George Wingate created the organization after they were, quote, dismayed by the lack of marksmanship shown by their troops. Oh, wow. Isn't that interesting?
2: Hmm. All
1: right. The association was determined to, quote, promote and encourage rifle shooting on a scientific basis. Marksmanship, teaching you how to shoot properly, and that science has advanced tremendously, has it not? Absolutely, it has. Think of the think of the physics involved used by long range shooters, snipers in our military, et cetera. Did they even have rifling back then? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason that the casualties were so high in the Civil War—interesting topic now that we're on it—is because the weaponry far outpaced the battle tactics of the time. Sure. And that's why. That's why they – I mean, you get nearly 700,000 casualties during the Civil Mm -hmm. War, an atrocious number. Yep. But, yeah, you know, they're still lining up and shooting at each other with weaponry that outpaced those tactics. Cannons and all. Ambrose Burnside was the first president of the National Rifle Association. Burnside, by the way, is interesting because we know Burnside from his what? Sideburns. Sideburns. Where do you think the term sideburns came from? From Burnside. Burnside. His beard, isn't that interesting? We're just a wealth of fun information today, aren't we? Oh well, well, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> he served as a U.S. senator, by the way, from Rhode Island, from uh, seventeen or eighteen seventy-five to eighteen eighty-one. But it was if that's just an interesting little side fact for today's program. I found that I found that to be a little bit interesting that the National Rifle Association was founded today in eighteen seventy-one. Ohio, Uh, Let's go to some gun control efforts here because they're bad. They're really bad. Oh, before I do that, let's go to Oregon. That's fresh in everybody's mind. I've got a lot of things to talk about, so we're going to jump all over. It has nothing to do with the energy balls, ladies and gentlemen. It has to do with what I want to get to as as much as we can get to today. But uh, let's see here. Oregon gun sales have skyrocketed after gun control measure 114 passes. There's a real shocker, right? Yeah. But check out these numbers, Greg. These numbers. Oh, you want to hear something interesting? My father is calling my phone right now. My dad. Uh, of course. Now, my dad knows what I do for a living, and he knows when I do it. And he's not in a different time zone. So I'm going to have a lot of fun with this. I, I, could, I should answer this call while I'm live, but I'm not going to do that. I don't want to embarrass my dad. I love him too much. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> no, that wouldn't be a good idea, would it? No. No, no. Actually, it'd be kind of fun. He's got broad shoulders. He can take it. The week of October 30th, the state police received, and this is what pains me about this story from Oregon. The state police received 8,609 requests for gun background checks on prospective buyers. The Oregon State Police, because of Oregon law. In the following election week of November 6th, the request more than doubled to 18,065. And that's according to the Oregon State Police. Now, Why is that important? Because you know that, uh, what did we say, December 6th or or December 8th, the measure takes effect. It's the the 6th, 7th or 8th, right? I don't have the number in front of me or the date in front of me, but it's coming up very soon. The new Oregon ballot initiative takes place. So what does all of this huge rush to purchase firearms mean if you live in Oregon? The state police backlog is now huge. So if you live in Oregon, not only are you trying to get a gun because of the nonsense passed by your fellow citizens and neighbors, now you have to, quote, wait longer to walk out of a store with a firearm. That's according to state police and gun shop owners. And some of those gun shop owners, as we heard from Kevin Starrett, likely won't even be in business as this thing works its way through the courts, which it is going to do. We heard that from Dave Workman yesterday, and we heard that from Alan Gottlieb on Sunday. The number of people waiting for state police approval... On those background checks, in just two weeks, Greg, has more than doubled. And you know what? That number is going to be triple. Wow. Between now and December 1st. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised to see it quadruple. As we get closer and closer and closer to the day that this is implemented, man, oh, man, if you live in Oregon, KBNP, you're tuned in right now. Many of you are probably caught in the fray. No doubt about it. The number of people waiting for state police approval approve on background checks has also doubled in the last two weeks, from 10,000 to about 20,000. Our backlog significantly rose in the beginning of 2020 and has been trending down until this recent election cycle. Mm. Shocked by that? Likely not. And if you are a gun shop owner out there in Oregon, Godspeed to you, because you have a fight on your hands now, unlike anything you've ever seen. We will do everything in our power to continue to bring attention to it. And good heavens, if if you are a gun shop owner and you want to talk about this on the air, you can reach out to me. You know where to get me, marketarmedamericanradio.com. We'll be right back.
4: It's really hard to second-guess crazy, and that's what our opponents really are.
3: This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit danieldefense.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back. Final segment, Armed American Radio Hour 2 here on the Fort Worth Armory. Mike, for you, Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom on said mic in the six hour studios. All of it brought to you every day by X Insurance. Greg, I think I should make a note that Andy Hoosier will be here in hour one tomorrow because I will be traveling with X insurance yeah, a little bit sooner than I had anticipated. And as a result, Mr. Hoosier will be here in hour two will be an encore, but it's a good one because I think, if I'm not mistaken, we're going to run the roundtable from last week, which was feisty. Yeah. I heard from listeners that that was an encore waiting to happen. <laughs> that was an instant best of, so we're going to replay that one for you as I travel across the United States. All right, Greg, uh, here, let's, I got to go back to, I'm going to go back to Ohio briefly, go to Ohio briefly. We were talking about Oregon in the previous segment, a mess. We know that to be the case. We're going to continue to watch this. Kevin Sterrett will be back on the program sooner rather than later. Of course, the head of the Oregon Firearms Federation to continue to tell us what's going on and any new developments. We'll be in touch with Kevin between now and Sunday. We'll let you know if he's going to be on the program on Sunday. If not, he will definitely be back following Sunday. But methinks there will be, more news so we got an ohio republican who is playing games now Uh, just take a listen to the headline first gun control measures proposed after oregon district shooting get first hearing with changes do you remember the shooting in the oregon district i'm gonna say that was what a year and a half ago maybe two years ago Time gets away from me. No, I don't remember. That's the that's the entertainment district in downtown Dayton. Great place. Been there many times. I have lots and lots of family in Dayton, Ohio, and I've been to the Oregon district. Great place. In fact, I sat in a barber chair and had to make me a shot one time. No, you know those you've seen those kind of bars and stuff. Yeah, sure. That was a long time ago, but they pour it right into your mouth. You know, it's like okay, I'm not into that anymore. But nonetheless, lots of people are. Lots of young crowds, and I believe what nine people were shot down there in the Oregon district, which a terrible crime down there. The shooter was eventually killed, also murdered his sister. Now more calls. State Senator Matt Dolan from Chagrin Falls recently announced he wants to resurrect some of the, quote, strong Ohio proposals against gun violence Mm. that stalled in the legislature in 2019. So, yeah, about 2019. (sighs) His Senate bill, 357, came up for a first hearing Tuesday before the Senate Finance Committee, but he presented a substitute bill further altering the earlier proposals. Now, take a listen to what this guy had to say. Everything in this sub bill is about before you buy a gun, insinuating that if it's before you buy a gun, it's not an infringement.
2: What Hmm. part of acquiring the gun, uh, if there is roadblocks, those are infringements.
1: Bruin will come into play here. Of course. As this is the importance of that that Supreme Court decision. Very important. None of this nonsense will stand muster. But who is Matt Dolan? He is a Republican. Of course. From Chagrin Falls. Uniparty. Some key phrases here in this, because according to Journal News... And I guess this is obviously Ohio. During months of campaigning for the November 8 election, legislators heard people statewide asking what they do to prevent gun violence. Who's asking that question? Democrats in media. Mm-hmm. And here you have a Republican pulling a Scott down in Florida and doing what? Caving to who? The media. The media. The media. From speaking with health personnel, law enforcement and others, it became clear the state's current involuntary commitment program is not sufficient to identify all the at-risk people who shouldn't be able to buy guns. You mean the at-risk people who escape being seen as at-risk, even though law enforcement knows they're at-risk, families know they're at-risk, even though they've been committed, oh, I don't know, see St. Louis most recent, go back down to parkland. Go back up to Connecticut. We could go on and on and on with these. Go back out to Santa Barbara, California. We go on and on and on with this. His substitute bill gets this. Adds a sixth disability to state laws preventing people from buying guns. So this would add people who have to go before a behavioral risk assessment team. A behavioral risk assessment team. Hmm. I, depending on what kind of mood I'm in, I'm not sure I could get past a behavioral risk assessment team.
2: You just got to know how to maneuver the questions. Shouldn't have to have to know how to maneuver through
1: questions when you're exercising a constitutional right to keep and bear arms.
2: Yeah, it's not in the
1: Second Amendment. Let me check my arm. Yeah, double check that. read this. A well-regulated militia being necessary to oh, to all of you liberals out there who are listening to the program. A well-regulated militia. Regulated doesn't mean what you think it means. It means finely tuned. A well-regulated militia. Oh, and by the way, for you liberals out there who are screaming at the word, militia, militia, you are the militia. The people are the militia. Who, I ask, is the militia? The people are the militia. That means you. A well-regulated, finely tuned militia. You. Being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed unless they go before a behavioral, a behavioral risk assessment team mm-hmm. and are determined not to be a suicidal or homicidal risk. Oh, wait, that's not in there. I, I, I must have left that out when I had that tattooed on my arm, Greg.
2: Yeah, we need to add one caveat. The artist might not have been able to find that when he looked it up. Yeah, mm. one, one caveat to that. Liberals are not the militia.
1: Ohio law already prohibits people under age 21 from buying handguns. His bill would add that under 21 buyers of other guns, other guns, would need a cosigner age 25 or older. But, oh, wait, here's a caveat. Those, there's exceptions for anyone under 21 that's currently in law enforcement or the military. Hmm. But if you're not, then you need a cosigner. Hmm. Because I guess everybody in law enforcement and military could past the behavioral risk assessment teams. Right? <laughs> is, 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 as long as you're wearing the uniform, you're past the behavioral risk assessment team. Is that how that works? Yeah, clearly. Hmm. And they want to crack down on straw purchases. The Police are telling him they want to crack down on straw purchases. We need you to help us crack down on straw purchases. Isn't that your job to crack down on straw purchases? Where's the AFT? Mm. Straw purchases are already illegal. Straw man purchases. Strawman straw purchases. you remember that. <laughs> yeah, oh, I wish. Oh, I, oh, we don't have time to go. No, we don't. Ready, <laughs> no, I know, I, that would be fun because we could find some Wizard of Oz drops for that. Maybe we'll do that next week. Yeah. Oh, boy. Under Dolan's bill, sellers in private gun sales, those outside federally licensed firearm stores can protect themselves from liability by asking buyers to get a $10 certificate. From their local sheriff affirming the purchaser is able to buy a gun, so now you have to go to law enforcement. This is a Republican. Here's your papers. In Ohio, let me go get my papers so that I can show you. You know, uh, we're going to run out of time. Yeah, I, I don't have time to go Bring into this. this unfortunately, up, no, Sunday night. Save it for Sunday. I, you know, you know what's going to happen between now and Sunday. All this oh is my old gosh. news. I've got so much on my plate here. I haven't even been able to get to. But that's just the way, that's the nature of the beast. Look at these people as job security. Ladies and gentlemen, there's always something to talk about. As my mom asked me back in 09, can you really talk about this subject for one hour every week? Yeah, mom. Speaking of which, I'm going to have to call my dad and remind him what time I'm working Yeah, on air. I'll do that right now because he's my dad and I love him. All right, guys, here's the deal. Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason, will be here in hour one. We're going to run an encore in hour two because I will be flying across the country and getting ready for the Sunday show with X insurance. We're going to have some fun there. We'll see how that shakes down. Got a lot of, uh, let's say, logistics to work out, but we'll figure it out. Carry on, carry off, and carry absolutely everywhere. Never leave your cave without your club. That was the Energy Ball. We'll see you on the radio. (laughs)